0: Be trice, real name, no gimmicks. Two trailer park girls go around the outside. Everybody, welcome to episode twenty-five of the Round the Outside podcast, presented by Freight Train Studios. As always, it's your boy, Mister Luxon Rider, and I'm joined by my lovely, lovely, wonderful co host
1: Mister Captain Clutch. What'd it do, man? diga was wild as ever,
0: as man, ever. It it was. But God, am I going to love it when Toyota gets those two extra fucking teams next year? My God. Right? Like, it's. And the thing is, it didn't. The whole not being able to work together thing didn't really matter back in the Gen 6 era because the cars were different where they could match up, you know, stuff like that. Like, you could have. You could get a run on anybody, work with anybody, right? But with these new cars, man, I don't think we're gonna see a Toyota win. I, I'm gonna say right now, I don't think, and this might be a early, early, first bit hot take. I don't. I think with this next gen car, until Toyota gets at least two or three more cars, I don't think we're ever gonna see a Toyota win a super speedway.
1: Yeah, because they only got I, six
0: right now. Six right now, and then even even next year they'll only have eight. You know, I think they need at least 10. I think Twitter needs at least 10 cars to put up with someone in a fight. It might be doable. It's doable. I mean, eight's a full row, you know. But six, when you got people with their own genders, it sucks. But nonetheless, it was a typical touted weekend. Um, the boys behaved themselves a little bit more than I thought they would have given playoff time, though. It wasn't that many, like, craziness happening.
1: So. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I don't know about typical. It was the most passes in a NASCAR race since 2011. 70 lead I changes. Mean,
0: when it comes to lead changes, I'm I'm not. That's typical. Like we're gonna get a lot of lead changes out the Super Best Speedway. Best in course. a decade but, is typical. But I'm talking. I'm talking. Of, of course, it seems like almost every race we go to, every Super Speedway race we go to, we're gonna we're gonna break records with um lead changes. Because literally, because we're talking about lead changes, not different leaders, right? Yeah, lead changes. Okay. Yeah, you'll probably have like five, like 20 lead changes a lap.
1: No, dude, I'm telling you this was the number seven race in NASCAR history for number of lead changes.
0: Right. You know, like and I it's I understand the numbers, but I didn't see anything with the lead changes that was out of the ordinary, is what I'm trying to get at. Strong Road Motorsports was one, two, and three yeah yeah that was that was a crazy bit. I mean we tripping saw trip though it was I mean have you not seen a race where you get a bunch of when you're back up racing you'll get a bunch of you'll get the leader one one going into one and two, and then by turns turn three and four, the outside line picked up a little space feed and you got a new leader and then going no, to lead to and is four, like the I'm
2: new crazy. leader at the end of the lap oh okay okay, okay I'm yeah. tripping. I'm tripping, But you get what I'm saying though in that
0: situation though.
1: Yeah, I hear you know what, what you're I mean? saying there, but I'm saying that at the the checkered, 70 different times it was a different car.
2: Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, that was but no, like as far as like the boys,
0: the guys were um, behaving themselves, they weren't making any like it wasn't like the first race in, the, in their year, you know, where everybody was moving and shaking. We got that big wreck with Bubba and um and Blaney and all that stuff. You know, we did get that big wreck, but it wasn't until the literal almost very end. I mean, of course, we did get that wreck with um, Keselowski. but the one good thing I want to take away from this no cars went in the air. We had no airport.
1: That's very true. That's very true.
0: And I guarantee you, if it was, it, chances are it probably would have been a Ford. It seems like only their cars would be able to flip these next gen. But yeah, um, ultimately it was a really good, um, really good race, entertaining wise. Um, did you peep anything? Did you peep it, Kevin? Did you watch the race at all?
1: I did watch the race. I thought it was a pretty good one. There, one thing I was impressed with, um, Carson Hosobar. He was getting pushed pretty well. Unfortunately, Brad has got a little aggressive there. Uh, the, I think that was more rookie, on Brad's part for
0: wrecking, wrecking him than the other way the around. Rookie that I think. Everyone was shocked by And this one was Riley Herbst Yeah I think Riley Herbst won the Checkout this of the week For him um, And I definitely think that raised His draft stock Now I know It's one race on a super speedway You know those things are a toss up I get that I get that I get that But at the same time to be able to consistently The entire race it wasn't like he Ran up front that fell to back no, almost the entire race, he was up with that front pack the entire race. True, true. Like every turn, every turn you look, he was right up there. So it wasn't like he was a come and goer. He was just always up there. So that I gotta tip my feather to him, and that definitely raises his stock as far as how valuable he is as a driver.
2: But um yeah, yeah shout out to good.
0: with that being said, um, also. Now, the Truck Series got a little Ooh, wild. Oh, look, she never said it won. Oh, yeah, I forgot, because it was a crazy-ass finish. It was a photo finish! It was a photo finish, and it was med- It was won by the master of the photo finishes this track. It's amazing how many times he's done it now. Um, right? Ryan freaking Blaney, YRB. That was the- Matter of fact, Ryan winning was the only thing that made me be okay with a bad Boba Wallace performance. Was the fact that Ryan won? Because like all my, all the Boba, all my Bubba fans, all my fellow Boba fans, and everything, they're upset. Like, oh my god, it's gonna this, this, and then the third. And I was just sitting here like, "Whoa,
2: Blady, let's go!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was just like, because I I didn't expect him. Honestly, it got to a point where I knew he wasn't. Um, my guy wasn't gonna win, so I was just like, you know what? Let me. Who is gonna win this bitch? You know who's gonna win it? And Blaney, it's this is where you got to give him more credit now, because he's done this once again. Now he's done this three times at Talladega. He has a win at Daytona, so that means right now he's got four Super Speedway wins. Dude's good at this, and I don't think and and his Talladega
1: wins are by like a what combined six feet.
0: Yeah, I think the first two of them were both double, and they used to call them. They used to start. They started to call them. They had a nickname. They called him Agent 007 because his first, his two wins were by a margin of point zero zero seven.
1: It's dope.
0: Yeah, it was kind of funny, but um, but yeah, so it was crazy, crazy finish. Uh, Obviously, their fans were upset that Harvard got stolen, but at the end of the day, he found out he was cheating. Ooh. His car got disqualified.
1: So now, now, the crew chief argued that it was from, like, uh, the cars ahead of him causing negative air pressure that shook some bolts out. I don't know, Lux, how much stock you put in that?
0: Uh, how come any other, no other car was there? He was not the only car that went through Ooh. tech. That's a good point. He was the only car that was deep in the field. That's a good point. Sounds like a lot of hoopla. like a lot of hoopla. Sounds like a lot of hoopla. Yeah, he's just trying to save his skin. That's fine. Um, I expect him to do that. Anyway, switching gears to the Truck Series race, it was crazy. I was sort of correct in my prediction. I just picked the wrong team, the wrong driver of the team I predicted. (laughs) I said Zane Smith, and it was his teammate. Who was brought in that race to help him? How ironic is that? <laughs> the truck that they brought in to help Zane Smith win that race ended up actually winning the race. That was Brett Moffitt. former truck he, champion, right? Former series truck series champ champion, yeah. And I think he's he used to race with um that thirty eight team too. I Yeah, I used guy. to race with that. Yeah. So hey, what a perfect way to welcome yourself back to the truck series. Get it, dumb. Um. But yeah, I saw the finish. It was a really good finish. Um, Like I said, there's not much with him. Does play spoiler to the Truck Series field um, in a way. So yeah, matter of fact, let's look at the results from that race. I'm bringing them up right now. So in that Truck Series race, of course, Brett Moffitt got the victory. Some notable names in that. I'm waiting for it to load up on my screen right now. Okay. Um Ben Rhodes finished P two. Who'd you pick? Who was your pick for that race?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I have already deleted my notes from last week.
2: Oh wow. Convenient. <laughs> yep. Yep. I know I had Dean Thompson. I know I had um Dean Thompson. I was close.
0: Dean Thompson finished P three. Chandler Smith in the twenty five, driving for um replacing Matt De Benedetto in that twenty-five finish fourth. Daniel Dye. shout out to Daniel Dye with a P six. Um Sanchez seventh. Haley Deegan, yay! She got another. Yeah, excuse my dark what? horse. What? Haley was my dark horse. Yay! She still didn't get a top five.
1: Hey man, still top ten's a good race. Yeah, good yeah. points,
0: Dave. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I said, four. All of her teammates are in the playoffs and she, we're supposed to be happy with a top ten.
1: Yay. Dude, she's like what 20?
0: Still young. Still young. young. Takes no, time to learn. Look, we, we we move on. Move on because <laughs> I'll go I'll go into this again and I want to do it. Um Lawless Allen, who was pretty much a forgotten niece driver, finished top ten over his teammate, Carson Ozvar. So really good run by him. Ryan Vargas went from Europe to Talladega and got himself a top 20, finished 17th. How about that? At a boy. And
2: Matt Crafton finished 24th. Yeah, so, how does that we take have some points, then, about for the trucks. Matt Crafton? Talk about. We got some stuff to talk about Matt
0: Crafton the Sucker Punch King, the Blindsider. The where did he come from? The, the park his truck at the pick crews box, dude. That if there was okay. So first off, apparently two people have said their side of the story. Nick sent mother said her side of the story. Obviously, Nick said his. Matt said it his. Matt's does not hold water compared to the other two witnesses.
1: Oh wait, wait! All look, so if somebody didn't know, like, what was this a fight? Like, what what all went? It was. Down?
0: so basically, basically, all we know is, um, according to Sanchez, Crafton kind of waited for him because Crafton got taken on a big wreck. So what happened was Sanchez had a run, and kind of Crafton was on the outside, kind of starting to fall back, and Sanchez had a run. I think Crafton tried to. Cut in line in front of Sanchez, Sanchez is already his quarter panel, and essentially Crafton chopped his nose off and wrecked himself. That is my story. I'm sticking to it. He wrecked himself. Anyone who doesn't see it differently needs to get their eyes adjusted. Because he did wreck himself. Like literally he was there. And that's where a spotter should have been like, hey, hey, at your quarter panel, at your quarter panel, at your quarter panel, don't come up. Stay up, stay up, stay up, or something like that. Whatever. Um, and you know Crafton has a thing about these younger drivers. He doesn't like them at all. And it feels was like this like a to...
1: normal NASCAR fight? Like, dude's just kind of like getting held back and nothing much happening?
0: Um, Nick Sanders pretty much broke his nose and was seemingly bleeding his entire face. Yeah, to quote, face to quote up. the legendary Jim Ross, as God is my witness, he has busted wide open.
1: Yeah, he, he, he was bleeding something fierce. hmm
0: hmm So... Naturally, everyone's believing Crofton wrecked himself.
2: He started to fight. Suspension. Nope. Only got himself a, I'll make sure I get the numbers right, a, um, what was it? What was the fine? Oh, yeah. Only got himself a $25,000 fine,
0: and Nick Sanchez, the victim in all this, Got fined five thousand. Imagine getting your ass whooped and you get you get in trouble for it. That's
1: rough. That's rough, man.
0: That's yeah, insane. Rookie Sanchez's money. father. Sanchez's father was banned um, for the rest of the season. Suspended for the rest of the year, um, which is kind of weird. Because I mean, I I get where they're coming from. Because apparently Sanchez is the since his dad isn't a crew member so i mean he's not allowed to get himself involved in anything so i mean that's honestly well he's a father so but nonetheless and trust me i have read the waiver forms and the rules for being a vip guest at a race okay <laughs> i can speak from experience that you're not allowed to do that shit I read it. I didn't read. Usually we don't really use read like five prints and stuff like that. I
2: read it this time, and we're not supposed to do that shit. Green, whatever your name is. Um. So
0: this is Crafton's response to on his side of the story, okay? Um, let's see here. And we also got um Sanchez's on his side of the story. I think his mom responded as well, but Sanchez said. Um, here's what wasn't caught in video. First, let's address the sucker punch. Before the camera started rolling, I approached Nick and said, hey, when he turned around, I said, what the blank, to which he looked right at me and threatened me. That is when it all went to hell. I had his attention, words were exchanged before anything physical took place and before anything physical take place. So I did not sucker punch the guy. There may not be video, but there are plenty of eyewitnesses. What people don't take into account is – is he all but sucker punched me at 200 miles an hour. The way he pushed my truck gave me abil- no ability to get out of situation. I was told multiple times in a race he was pushing people. The way he was pushing people was going to cause a wreck and get somebody hurt. There's a consistent pattern of drivers to having a lack of respect on the track and it's time for someone to say something. Am I proud that I got physical? No. The last time I checked, everyone on the track is a grown adult. If a man looks at me and threatens me, I'm going to react, especially when timbers already flare from being wrecked on the track. I apologize to my team, my sponsors, and partners, my family, and Neskrippini for negative for negativity and taking attention away from a good day of racing at Talladega. That is my Crafton's statement, okay? Captain, I'm going to tell you where that went to bullshit for me.
1: Yeah, where'd it go?
0: When he said, "Why well, I don't take a pound account is they all but sucker punch me at two hundred miles an hour, motherfucker. You wrecked yourself. You wrecked yourself, Crafton." I posted this on Twitter. You wrecked yourself. The moment he said that, before he said it, everything he said before, I was like, "Okay, maybe you know we don't see what happened there." There, the moment he said that, I was like, "Okay, you're not holding water because that's not exactly that's exactly what did not happen." Okay. Literally, you. Sanchez had a run, you chopped his nose off, you went flying through the infield, you wrecked yourself. Now, this is, once again, on his tirade of, I hate the young drivers in the sport. Um, that was his way of kind of keeping that same energy of, I'm always going to talk shit about the young kids. Basically. Especially when he, when, despite that, Despite that having nothing to do with it, he still added it into his viewpoint of it. Oh, these drivers, these young drivers have no respect. Even when you wrecked yourself, Matt? Come on, dude. Like, this is a situation where Matt was acting like the kid.
1: Okay, so hear me out. Hear me out, Lux. Hear me out. Okay. Wasn't Denny Hamlin saying that it was not, that it
2: was on Sanchez? Then he says stuff, but like I said, from every video, I've watched it like
0: multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Crafton was hung out to dry. And you know those drivers who, when they get caught in that line and they got no help and they start going backwards, they're looking for any hole to get in. Right. That's what happened to Crafton. He thought the Chance's hole was open. It was not. I can look at it. I'm, I'm going to look at it one more time right here while we're, while we're live recording this right now. And just to confirm it, but I'm sure I'm not going to see anything new that would change my mind. Because like I said, every viewpoint I
2: saw, every viewpoint I saw was the same thing. So yeah, he came across his nose. He came across his nose. I'm looking at it. I'm looking
0: at it right here. He came across his nose. The, did Sanchez go up a little bit, maybe, but not enough to where he would have taken him out, like literally looking at it i'm I'm making looking at it frame by frame, so he's pushing Crafton, coming through turn four right
2: mhm
0: pushing Crafton doing turn four apparently the shot he gave him um but at this point he's also getting pushed by who is that behind him um mm-hmm. He's getting pushed by a car behind him a little bit,
2: like a draft. Like, he's got to run. He kind of shoves Crafton out of the way, and then Crafton kind of comes down. Yeah, Crafton crowds him. Crafton came down, so whatever. Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, let's just say this. The next the next race for the Truck Series at uh, Homestead is going to be much watched. Because now... Oh, yeah. Sanchez, that's his home track, his homestead. Ooh. And he still doesn't have
1: a win this season, right?
0: He does not. I wouldn't be surprised if that's where it comes from. I would not be surprised. How happy would that be, man?
1: As a rookie, your first win, punch your ticket.
0: To Championship 4 and do it at your home track. Yeah. That would be 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 quite amazing for him. But But nonetheless, it was a very crazy – Race, um, shout out to the crew member who got hit by that, who got hit by Zane Smith's truck. Yeah, his own truck slid into him. His own truck slid into him. Yeah, and he put he was so heavy he put a dent in the side of that truck, and that basically ruined his day. Big Big dude, big dude. Shout out to um that crew member. He he was like he was like he was ready to go. He was. Did 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 you hear the interview? No, I didn't hear the interview. he literally said he was actually trying to jump over the tr- the truck. I'm <laughs> like, Dude, bro, you were too big. That you been? were not Kobe Bryant. You were not Kobe Bryant, my man. But what if he did? What if he just uh, whoop, you know, ran over that? Like, oh, man. That would have been funny, but that would have been crazy, but no. But nonetheless, Talladega was going to Talladega. Congrats to Brett Moffitt and Ryan Blaney for the victories this weekend.
1: I'll do a couple of real quick shout-outs for the uh, finishing order for Talladega. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Willie B. second. Another really good points today, but he's already locked in, so he's just padding stats. Denny Hamlin third. Only Toyota in the top 13. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he somehow was making it work. I don't know. It's it's why he's, he's clicking this season. Uh, fourth place. I think it's his first top five of the season is Corey LaJoy.
0: Dude, Spire on the whole thing, man. I called that. I, called, I put a little joy on my list. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Austin
1: Sindrick fifth. Justin Haley in sixth. Um, NASCAR's most popular driver. Chase Elliott in seventh. Ryan Priest in eighth. Actually, Stuart Hoskar making a... And it's not Kevin Harvick's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess Kevin well, Harvick. It would, it would <laughs> be. Kevin Harvick not, uh, it's not uh, Riley Herbst in ninth. Daniel Suarez tenth. And then uh, Chandler Smith in 11th. So I just want to give... Little shout out there, because there's some names you just don't hear that often in the top mm-hmm.
0: ten. Now we have reached another playoff cutoff race going into the Volvo this weekend, and as of right now, it stands. have Hamlin basically just has to start the race and he's got it locked up. He's locked in the next round. Um, Bell, Busher, Truex, and Larson are all relatively safe, right? They're relatively safe. Larson, plus 15. Truex, plus 17. Butcher, plus 19. And Bell, plus 22. They're relatively safe. Right. Now, Keselowski, plus 2. Tyler Reddick, minus 2. Bubba Wallace, minus 9. Ross Chastain, minus 10. So So, for guys like Reddick, Bubba, and Chastain... Pointing their way in is possible. We saw that at um, we saw that at Bristol, the last cutoff race. Bubba went into that race. I think minus fourteen. By literally the first couple laps, he was minus five or something. So it is possible to point your way in there. Um, Kyle Busch. I think it might be winner bust for Kyle Busch. Unfortunately, um, minus twenty six going into the Roval and he really has not had anything to go home about when he's raced at the Roval, so we shall see. That more than likely, this is where the end of the road comes for Kyle Busch, unless he can pull off a miraculous, out-of-nowhere victory at this racetrack.
1: Lux, like I got to call you out here and say, I appreciate how humble you're being about this. Kyle Busch in 12th in points. Man, Back in back in May... You were getting some heat for some predictions, and you you
2: stayed true. Let's say this. Let's just say this. I don't want to say anything because usually when I say
0: something, he wins. <laughs> so I'm kind of keeping. I I learned my lesson. I literally talked about him going into Auto Club, and he freaking dominated that race. I tried to talk a little bit mess with him going into. Oh, it's just one race. And he busted off of four, what is it, four wins on the season or some shit. So yeah. I'm um, I'm trying to care for him when it comes to Kyle Bush. Um he did he's done a lot better than I thought that team was gonna do this year. Um, so I gotta give him a swab shot. So that's the reason why I'm not. Um okay, that's fair. but yeah, so it's it's gonna be really interesting going into the role for the cup series. Um we'll get to predictions later. I will be there live. For those who don't know, I will be there live in person to watch this race. I'm super excited. I'm headed down there this weekend. But with that being said, that is going to do it for the opening segment. And it's time, when you get back, it will be time for the news. And we got some big news regarding next season. Stay tuned. Hey, thanks for listening to the Round the Outside podcast presented by Freight Train Studios. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Freight Train CCB. There, you'll also find a link to our All My Links page where you can check out our YouTube channel. Thanks so much for your support, and back to the show. Welcome back to the Around the Outside podcast, presented by Freight Train Studios. Captain, it is time for Didn't news. And as I assumed, I'm excited. It's the most famous, most one thing we're looking forward to most. The schedule release has been official. The schedule has officially been released for 2024 across all three NASCAR The schedule has been released. Woo! We are going to break it down one by one because that's the biggest news we got today.
2: Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm.
0: so a couple of things: um, tracks that are no longer on the schedule. Obviously, um, Auto Club—they ran their last race earlier in the season um so they will no longer be there taking their spot right after the Daytona 500 obviously we start the day race of the season with Daytona 500 we always do and we always will um right after the Daytona 500 we're heading to Atlanta is that back to back super speedways i'm hearing back to back super sport hype super speedway. it's i call it a hybrid track i cannot call it a super speedway yet cuz you still yeah. you're right you're right so it's it's a hybrid it's a hybrid track but Same kind of, like, ideal. It's like we got back-to-back, like, drafting-dependent tracks right off the bat. Um, From there, we got Vegas. We got a little bit of a West Coast swing with Vegas and Phoenix, which, by the way, can we burn that place to the ground? I still hate it. Anyway, the Food City 500 is back on the concrete in early March. Um, both races at Bristol will be on the concrete again, no more. For
1: Lux, do you think people will but, show up to it or you think it's going to be empty stands like the, uh, spring race became in like 2019?
0: Mm, I think no, I think, we'll. I think we'll get people like Once again, once you bring something back that people have been asking for, the first race is always going to be very excited. Now, can they ho- hold on to it? I don't know. That's the next question. Dude, but attendance the has
1: been up a lot of tracks. Have you noticed that? What's up? Attendance has been up at a lot of tracks. Like a lot of sellouts this year. Yes, it has been.
0: Well, then again, also, um, I think because we, for the most part of the season, we don't run in competition with um, football, and yeah. NBA is way too, and not a lot of people watch the NBA. So it's kind of like we got a good, we got a good part of our schedule where we're the only real major major sport on on Sundays. Anyway. So we got the Food City 500 Bristol, um, and from there, we got our first road course of the season, the Echo Park Texas Grand Prix at COTA, and then one race I am so excited for, and I am overjoyed, I'm, one, I'm going back there, two, yay, we have Night Racing is back at Richmond for the Cup Series.
1: Hell yeah. Let's
0: Fucking go. You talk about the greatest moments in NASCAR history at Richmond. Almost every single one of them has come at the night. So thank you, Lori. Thank you, Lori Collier, um, the track president of Richmond Raceway. My home track, thank you. Makes me excited to go to home tracks again. I mean, even I'm always excited to go to Richmond races, but I'm even more excited to go this week. This low key, Lux.
1: Low key. <laughs> I hope it's a disgusting race. I hope it's like I got a drizzle and they gotta bring out the wet tire, you know, the drizzle tires. Wow thirty-seven degrees you? and just like gritty as hell. Like folks
0: folks, folks, next week, next week Kevin will no longer be my co-host. I'm gonna find somebody I'm gonna replace with David Dawn. I'm gonna replace with David Dawn. How dare you? How fucking dare you? Just you to be Like the snowball for like the Eagles or something, man. Like just disrespect. Mm. Disrespect. Anyway, from there, from Richmond, we go to Martinsville, and then Texas gets moved up from out of the playoffs, thank God, but we still have to deal with it. Um, April 14th. What's up? April 14th, right? April 14th, yep. From Texas, we go to Dega for the Geico 500. Then we head to Dover. Um, Dover, Kansas, and then Mother's Day at Darlington for throwback weekend. Um, the all star race is back at Wilkesboro, and this track will be paved this time. It will oh, be, we'll be. yep, they've they announced they will repave it. So, good. the old surface is gone. Hopefully, we can get a good race there. Then, more of the weekend, we have the Charlotte. We have the first race at Charlotte on the Oval, the Coke 600. From there, we go back to Gateway. Sonoma, and then Father's Day, Father's Day weekend, night
2: race, Iowa.
1: Yeah. Oh man, I'm so pumped! I will be at that
0: race. Yeah, I'm gonna try to make a conscious effort to go there. I have um, a friend of our server who lives out there in Iowa. Make a conscious effort. That would be perfect time for me to gathering up PTO. So hopefully, Lux, I I hope you can. You know
1: how fun that would be. That would be I'm awesome. You to buy one of those William Byron hat- hats, those big ass hats.
0: I'm going to punch you when I see you. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm, all that payback, all that payback, was, it's all, all the episodes. Because at this point, if we keep it going through all the off season, everything, the show going, at this point, we're going to be tired of each other. <laughs> like, so I'm going to have multiple reasons to fight you, but it's fine. <laughs> I'll fight you, and i will hug you afterwards, and I'll buy you a beer. That's how it's going to work. But, yeah, from there, um, after Father's Day, we have New Hampshire, Nashville, Chicago. Street course is back on the schedule. We're going to run it oh, back. Yeah. Hopefully, we get, hopefully, the weather will be better this time, and we can get a nice dry race there. Um, That would be awesome. Then we got Pocono, and then, finally, it is back, the Brickyard 400 on the Oval. No more road course for the Indianapolis race. So, Breakout 400 was back. And then, Kevin, we got a two-week break for the Olympics. Whoop, whoop. We got a two-week break for the Olympics. Go Team USA. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited for that. And then, right off of the um, Olympic break, we go back to Richmond for another night race to cook out 400. From there, we go Michigan. Daytona is no longer the regular season finale. Um, it's a lady it. in black, it's a lady in black, which is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. How do you yeah. feel
1: about that, Lux? Because no longer is this a crapshoot, it's um, I mean, is this just a lock for the 43?
0: No, but <laughs> it, it gives a lot more opportunities for the guys who are fast on the mile and halves to get a win. So right. let's just say this if Bubba's in a similar situation he was last this next year that he was this year. I feel a lot more confident going into Darlington as a, the finale race than Daytona. I feel a lot more confident in that situation. Hmm. So, But then the playoffs begin, and playoffs got a big shake them up shake them up Because now the first round consists of Atlanta. We're going to go back light. to Atlanta, kick off the first round. And then the Glen makes a playoffs debut.
2: In oh the first man, round. I don't it's know about having the there.
0: Two road courses in the first two rounds of the playoffs.
1: It's a lot of road courses for the playoffs.
0: Oh god. So we're going to have the Glen and then we're going to finish off round 1 at Bristol. Round 2 has Kansas, Talladega and the Roval. Round 3 Vegas, Homestead, and Martinsville, and then we go back to the god-awful track that is Phoenix for the championship finale once again.
1: Lux, I'm just looking at that schedule, though. I do see a path where if Bubba is his best, he could make the championship
2: four. (sighs) Yes, I do. I don't want to... That first round is going to be tough.
1: That first round's tough, but I think it's doable. Either him again at Atlanta, or maybe pulling off Bristol. And he's getting better mm-hmm. at Watkins Glen, so none of those are bad tracks. He can point his way through, get to the round of twelve. Then he has Kansas, and then
2: you yeah,
0: have Kansas, which twenty three eleven owns. And then
1: um, round of round of eight, what, he has Vegas and Martinsville. Yeah. I'm
0: I'm just saying, yeah. Like I said, that round of eight. This is going to be the same way I'm telling you this. Day. If somehow Bubba can miraculously get to the round of eight this year, that, that round of eight is dangerous for anyone who doesn't like Bubba because you got three really good tracks for him. But um, we just got to get through it. But nonetheless, so that is the Cup Series schedule. We're moving on to the Xfinity Series schedule. Pretty much mirrors it. Um, obviously Road America not on the schedule anymore. Um so they go Daytona, Atlanta, Phoenix, um, Vegas, Phoenix, Dakota, Richmond. Um, it'll be a day race at Richmond for the Xfinity series, Martinsville, Texas, Talladega, Dover, Darlington, um right after Charlotte, right after Charlotte, we go to um Portland, we got back-to-back road courses for the Xfinity Series right after Charlotte. We go to Portland, and then Sonoma, and then obviously the races at Iowa for Father's Day weekend. Um New Hampshire, Nashville, Chicago, Pocono, and then the Penske 150 on the Oval. They get three weeks off for the Olympic break. They come back at Michigan, then we go Daytona, Darlington, Atlanta, Watkins Glen, and Bristol. Their playoffs begin at Kansas with the round of 12. Then they go, so their first round of the playoffs is Kansas, Talladega, and the Roval. Their second round is obviously Vegas, Homestead, and Martinsville. And then we finish off Phoenix. That is the Xfinity Series schedule. Any surprises there? Any, any what's up about that, Kevin, while I'm up the Truck Series?
1: You know, I'm. I don't have anything where I'm feeling as passionate about for the cup stuff. What about you, Lux? Anything come to mind?
0: Um, I am disappointed, and I'll tell you this: I thought we were going to get Montreal back, and I was disappointed not to see it not only on the cup schedule, not on the cup schedule, but also not left out of the experience area schedule. I think that track is a really good track, and we need. I think we need to go international, so maybe 2025. But damn. Um. As for the truck series schedule, nothing really out of the loop from the first two seasons, from the first two um, races. Obviously, IRP is back, and then, of course, Milwaukee Mile, but everything else kind of stays the same a little bit. So, yeah, everything's not much. The more things change, the more they stay the same, so nothing right home about the truck series schedule. But, yeah, so overall, um, some things I was upset about, obviously um, not not getting um, Montreal when it was heavily rumored. But, hey, beggars can't be choosers. I'm happy we got back-to-back night races at the Richmond Raceway. So I'm excited about that. That is my biggest takeaway. But, yeah. I like it. I like it. Moving on to some other news. Eribus Motorsport, for those who do not know what that is, what that is that is the V8 Supercar team that one Brody Kostecki used to drive for or currently drives for right now. Now, he's not going to pull SVG where he's dropping everything and moving over to the States to race stock cars. However, he does want to race more, and Erebus Motorsports has said, you know what, we'll come with you. So they, via a, a partnership with Richard Childress Racing, who – fielded Brody Kostecki's debut at Atlanta at, at Indianapolis earlier this year, a couple couple weeks race um, months ago. They have decided they will kind of help Erebus Motorsport kind of get in with Brody Kostecki. Obviously, Brody Kostecki drives a 99 in the Xfinity in the Cup in the Supercar series. Cannot run that here. More likely, it's going to be the 33. But yeah, so a V8. So we talked about V8 Supercar drivers coming over, but now an entire team is coming over to come race states. So, Damn. yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, Australian invasion. It is an Australian invasion. It really is. Now all we need is Scotty McLaughlin, and now we get, and y'all really got a problem.
2: Mm. But nonetheless, we'll see how they do. Obviously,
0: more more teams is good for the health of the sport. So, always excited to see that. Um, looking at other news, nothing really noteworthy. Oh, we should get an announcement over who is going to be the second driver of the AM Racing team. Everyone is assuming it will be Haley Deegan, but we'll find that out soon. That's news on the. Like what's up? Said likely going Xfinity. Lightly going to Xfinity, which, once again, I'm going to keep my mouth shut to avoid putting my foot in my mouth. So, yeah. But nonetheless, the biggest news, obviously, was that schedule release. Nothing else really going on this week. Um, Carson Josefovar will run the final four races um, of the final four cup races this season for Legacy Motor Club. Um, obviously he is heavily linked to moving to Spire Motorsports to drive full-time for them next year so he's going to get a couple more races to get a little bit more experience um yeah that is it for the news unless you have anything else I'm just so fucking pumped for the Roval Iowa I'm, F-
2: I'm excited Iowa. about
0: Iowa I'm excited about Iowa too um
2: Obviously the Xfinity series
0: kind of made that their their house their home away from home. They've had a lot of we've had a lot of interesting winners at Iowa. I'll break this up you win there. I think so. Um yeah. let's see here. Also, this track is also built by former NASCAR legend, well, former NASCAR driver Rusty Wallace. So this track has had a lot of um Races. Most notably the their 1xfinity race. Past winners include Keslowski won the first one, Kyle Bush, Ricky Stenhouse, Elliot Sadler, Brad Keslowski has three wins there. But guys like Ryan Priest, Ryan Blaney have won there, Chase Briscoe and Christopher Bell. As a matter of fact, Chase Briscoe was the last driver to win the race at Iowa Speedway. And I believe they also used to host the truck series as well. They did. They used to race truck series to twice. Guys like Matt Skinner, Austin Dillon, Matt Crafton, Timothy Peters, Eric Jones, William Byron, and John Hunter and Brett Moffat. Brett Moffat, the last driver to race to win a race over at that track for them, I believe. Yeah. Also, James Busher's got a win over there too. So, ye. Yeah. And Dodge actually has a win there with um Ryan Blaney. I believe that was Ryan Blaney's first career win. Actually, was that. Truck series race at Iowa. I'm looking up right now. I believe that was his first truck series win. Yep. Iowa 2012. So, yeah. So, obviously, it is definitely exciting to see Iowa back um, on the schedule at least for the Xfinity series. They always put on a good show at that track. I do not know how the Cup Series are going to do. Hopefully, by the time we get to that track, they will fix whatever short track package they have problems with and we get to see a good race there. But, that is going to do it for the news when we come back. And it it's time for the final rundown. And we'll be pre- previewing this weekend at the Charlotte Roll, my favorite race of the year. Captain, Hell give yeah. me some. Hell yeah. All right. Hey, do you know I also stream on Twitch? Make sure to follow me at twitch.tv slash LuxRider. And now it's time for the final rundown. Back to the show. Welcome back to in the outside podcast presented by Freight Train Studios and it's time for the final rundown. Where are we at, Captain? We are at the Roval! Yeah. We are at the Charlotte Roval. We are back at Charlotte, but not at the Oval. We are at the Roval at Road Course Inns There, The track itself is 2.2 miles, 17 turns. Obviously, we run NASCAR. We run through NASCAR turns one and two, and then three and four. Um Charlotte Roval is the ugly Barbie of road courses, and
1: I love it. The what? The ugly Barbie. How dare you? you not seen the Barbie movie? No, I have not actually. Oh man,
0: that was funny. All right, keep
2: going.
0: That joke went over my head, and I apologize. Seventeen turns make up this track. Um, <laughs> funny enough, um, Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson owns the. Wait, oh no! Actually, funny enough, guess who
2: actually owns a race lap record at that track at the Roval? Who? You'll never guess it. Uh, Jeff Gordon. Nope. Was tired. Who is it? Paul
0: Menard in a Camaro Trans Am in 2022.
2: Really? Yeah.
0: Minute 18. Minute 18. Paul Menard, Um, great guy.
1: I just don't usually attribute record speeds to him.
0: Yeah, I know, right? It's amazing, isn't it? Um, But yeah, so the Roval, obviously, it is definitely a crazy, crazy track. Very fun. As far as, yeah, NASCAR o- oval. Um, Kyle Larson holds the Cup Series record, uh, map record, with minute eighteen oh seven eight in in twenty eighteen, and then that same year in the Xfinity race, Chase Briscoe owns the Xfinity
2: one. Wait, never mind. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. That was with that was before they changed it in
0: twenty eighteen at the end of twenty eighteen. So the current sketch the current. Um, layout. That track record actually belongs to AJ Almanegger and the Xfinity belongs to Ty Gibbs. Both those check out. Yeah. Um. I remember last in the they used to run IMSA sports car races there. Um. BMW owns both of their lap records. First Dang. one in LMDTE DTE in the BMW M8 into 2021, 2020 race, and then obviously. Bill Oberlin in the GT3, so yeah, very nice. But nonetheless, um, this weekend it is a road course, that means we got ringers, Kevin. We got ringers.
1: Oh yeah, who we got? Who we got? Lux.
0: So this weekend, driving in number eleven, oh, I like. He it. is back. Rodney Sandstorm, aka Jonathan Jordan Taylor. We exactly. be back racing for College Racing, and then in the seventeen. HendrickCars.com, Camaro. Who said? Boris said he is back in the Xfinity Series. He has one Xfinity Series win at Montreal in a road course, but looking for win number two. Then Myatt Snyder is back behind the wheel. Of the Joe Gibbs Racing number 19. Um, Roger Carut is going to be in the 44. Connor Daly in the 53, Sage Karam in the 66. And then Alex LeBay is also going to be in the field as well. So a lot of names. Andy Lowley is going to be in the 87. I think he still has to in the field. So we'll see if he gets in that it. as well. What's up? Is Ty Gibbs in it? Ty Gibbs is not because the 19 is driving for, he's driven for, um, what's his name? My Snyder this weekend. And remember, NASCAR Cup Series drivers cannot race in the in lower Series
2: playoffs. Good point. So, yeah. With that being said, Captain, do you want to go first or should I? Um, that's a tough one. What would F- you F- feel, Lex?
1: Pop F- coin? All right, yeah. Tails never fails. All
0: right, all right, all right. Let
2: me get my coin. Let me get my coin. Oh, I had him. Oh, here it is. All right, ready. So we're gonna flip a coin. Dessert. Three, two, one. It's heads this time. Sweet. No. Oh, damn. One
0: time it is actually heads. Yeah, it it's heads. So I will go first. All right, Captain.
2: Where are we at this weekend for the Cup for the expanding series? Right, the Charlotte Roble. And it is a what? It is a road it course. Is a road course. So you don't know who I'm going to pick for the Xfinity race, right?
1: I had a feeling. I got a feeling.
0: I'm, I'm sticking with him. I'm sticking with him. It's going to happen. It's going to fucking happen one of these times. And I think because I'm going to be in the pits for this race, it will happen right in front of my face. Give me Sheldon, second gear
2: creed you know to it. win at the Roval. Come on. Come on. Oh, shit. I got a mission. Anyway.
0: Um... But yeah, so that is gonna be my main pick. Now, my Dark Horse. Oh, I got so many I could choose from. This is, the Dark Horse is actually the hardest
2: part. Fuck off, oh oh my God. One second, guys. Gotta mute my notifications. Okay. So, Captain, the Dark Horse. We have multiple names.
0: But for this race, I'm going with one Myatt Snyder is going to be my dark horse. So I'm going Sheldon Creed for my name pick. Myatt Snyder is going to be my dark horse. Go ahead, Captain. Who is your pick for the Xfinity Series race the drive for the Cure 250?
1: I am shocked you did not pick Boris said. I know. it was one. Oh, God! I am was. so shocked. So I'm just going to take that first. Just go dark horse first because you just left it right there
0: for me.
2: Uh, just there,
0: Myers my the, the nineteen car itself is fast, and you got a road course. And we said how good Myers Snyder is, so yeah. it it's, I couldn't I couldn't toss it up.
2: Yeah. go uh, ahead.
1: We got, my
0: main pick, my main pick to get his eighth win of the season
1: would be John Hunter Nemechek. You on a road course? Yep.
2: Wow. Okay.
1: Yep.
0: All right. So you got John Hunter, but. Watch us all get blindsided by Jordan Taylor and he freaking wins it. (laughs) So, this means I get picked first for Cup Series, right? This does mean you get picked first for Cup Series. Also, shout out to the team I think I will be a guest of when I go there. Um, Jordan Anderson's number 27 team of Jeb Burden. As you saw, as I told you guys last week, I met his father, Ward and they offered me some pit passes, so I will be down in the pits for Saturday, and I will be mainly around the pit area of the number 2017. I do not know if I'll be on the pit box, but if I am, picture's galore. Nice.
1: Nice. Yes, anyway, so
0: cool. Cup Series. Notable names this weekend for the Cup Series. Obviously, Andy Lally is back behind the wheel on the number 15 for Rick Ware Racing. Zane Smith is going to be in the 38, Todd Gillen in 51. Mm-hmm. Mike Rocky, Rockefeller is going to be driving the 42, and yeah, Austin Rick. Hill will be in the 62 car for Beard Motorsport. Take it away. Who gets the nib?
1: I think it's going to be
0: Tyler Reddick.
1: I know you're going to do that. Yeah, of course I had to. I mean, the man is unconscious at road courses.
0: Exactly mm-hmm. speed. Speed.
1: Like, speed, like you get to see that while you're there in person but my dark horse he's no longer in the playoffs but if he had been I think he would have been a scary sneaky one for the round of eight it would be Michael McDowell he's got Ooh, a road win already this season so I, I think he'll be dialed in
0: he I'm gonna him. go I'm gonna go with the man who I'm gonna go with two guys that own this track in two series at this track, I'm gonna go with the guy who I'm gonna go with the two guys that seemingly know this track inside out. Um, let's see here. The first my my main pick, the bank um uh, my main pick, this guy has won since we've came to this rovo format. He has won two out of the last four races at the rovo. Give me the merry, off-season, happy Christmas man himself. Give me Chase Elliott as my main pick.
2: Oh. The 2019
0: and 2020 winner of the Roval race. And then as for Dark Horse, I'm going to pick the guy who has won the last four Xfinity Series races at the Roval in a row. Unfortunately, his ra- his record will come to an end. This weekend, because he's not allowed to race in Xfinity, but give me the ringer himself. A.J. Almendinger. Man, that'd be huge. Like I said, this man has literally, 2019,
1: 2020, 2021,
0: 2022, this man has won the last four Xfinity Series races at the Volvo, including the one in the rain, which was honestly my favorite race of all time. And the funniest thing is, with his four wins, he actually ties Daryl Waltrip for the most um ex most like um expanding for the most I think overall most wins period at that track in the in the lower series. Yeah, he ties really? Daryl Waltrip with um four wins at that track. And oh. obviously this is not the cup series, but this is the sportsman slash Xfinity slash Grand National series or whatever. But yeah, right. he ties um he ties, he ties Darrell Walter for the most wins. That's impressive. That is very impressive. Um, so that being said, that is gonna do it for the final rundown with there. But now we got one more thing. I almost forgot about this last time. It is our hot take of the <laughs> week. Do you have any? or you have you been
1: sitting on any of them? I've got a hot take. All right, this one's not super spicy, but it is a hot take. I think the Brickyard Four Hundred will be a genuinely good race next year. Mm. And mm. here's why. and Here's why. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm saying that because because Pocono has been good with this car, right? Okay. And Pocono traditionally plays a lot like Indianapolis. In fact, one of Pocono's three turns is modeled after Indianapolis. So you if it's going it good at Pocono You know which turn I, it is. And it is, I feel like it could go good at Indianapolis.
0: Do you know which of the turns is modeled after Indianapolis? Uh turn two. Yes, correct. I thought I was gonna sum you with that one. <laughs> um
2: My dark horse, no, my um hot take. I'm sorry, my hot take for the week. So many good ones. Okay, I'm gonna make a prediction. I think, I think John
0: Hunter Nemechek makes the playoffs in his first year with Legacy, Legacy Motor Club.
2: Oh, okay. I think he makes the playoffs in his first year with that team. Wow. Wow. He take, takes that team from being nowhere near him to all the way in the playoffs.
0: That's I don't crazy. really I never have a hot take, but this is that's the best I can come up with for this week. I'm just excited to get down there. But yeah, I'm being down there um, for the Xfinity Series race and the Cup Series race. Also for the fans listening who are going to be down there. I'll be at the colleague at the Spire Motorsports fan day. I'll also be at the hall and then I'll be at the Joe Gibbs racing fan day at Charlotte Lotus Bway. So I shall be there. I'll take plenty of pictures and captain here. will make it work and post them to our YouTube page. So yeah, you have anything to say before we pop off for the air? For hey man, no, just safe travels. Looking forward to
1: getting your check-ins and seeing you on the, seeing you on the inside.
0: You might see me, in it. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna get behind every pit camera, bro. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna be in there. And I'll be watching the race and I'll be like, hey, I'm here. What's up, guys? Where's Waldo every time we look at the track? Exactly. He literally <laughs> where's where's Lux where's Lux every time. All right. With that being said, guys, Godspeed. right on. Choo chew, Choo chew. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Adios
2: Adios Trice Real name No gimmicks
0: Two trailer park girls Go round the outside Round the outside Round the outside